Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. We are back with another 49ers roster countdown. And today we got number 73. Maybe the baddest man on the 49ers roster that I would not want to mess with. That is number 73 fullback Josh Hockett. Hockett. Sorry, let me apologize. I practiced the pronunciation on these like five times before I hit record and I still mess it up every time. Hashtag Texas. Uh, Josh Hockett. Um, and he is... He's weird, man. Uh, fullbacks are weird in and of themselves. It's a different breed. Um, I played fullback until I got too many concussions in high school, and they had to move me off that because I would just go through with my head and knock the crap out of people, and then I wouldn't remember anything. Uh, <laughs> so, like, you've got to be a different breed, and that is exactly who this guy is. Six foot one, two hundred and twenty-five pounds, entering his second season. He hasn't had to travel too far. He um, went to high school, Clovis High School, the Fighting Cougars, just outside of Fresno. And then in in college, he went to Fresno State. Um, But he had lots of options. This dude, multi-sport athlete. There's no doubt about it. Amazing wrestler and his flirting with doing MMA after the NFL trains regularly for it. He's a mean man. He's a mean, mean man. Now, In college, he played both running back and linebacker, kind of alternating back and forth, back and forth, back and forth before running back, kind of fullback was going to, you know, get him where he wanted. He was a two-sport athlete, obviously, um, in football and wrestling, and he won the wrestling scholarship to Drexel University, which is very, very difficult to get, but declined it because he wanted to play football. Drexel didn't have a football program, so he chose to walk on to the football program um, at Fresno just so he could do his wrestling and he could do football, Um, and yeah, Holy freaking cow, did he excel in both those sides. Chose to stay home. Um, was Fresno State's first All-American wrestler in 16 years. 16 years. 
Um, number three, wrestler in the nation out of high school. And again, he keeps talking about MMA and training for that. You know, the video just came out about a month ago of him and Talano Hufanga going at it in the octagon. Uh, it was a non-striking competition. And, man, props to Hufanga just for getting in the ring with this dude. Of course, he tapped Hufanga out. There's no doubt about it. You can just Google or YouTube uh, Josh Hockett and uh, Hufanga, and you'll see it. It's a quick 40-second video. But... Props to Ufunga for getting a room with this dude. This dude's an all-American wrestler. Ufunga is 20 pounds lighter and still get in there. Uh, but he's tough, and he's he's a crazy madman that just just mean. He's just mean. That's all there is to it. Now, I'm not saying personality-wise, but his play on the field is mean. Even if you go to Fresno, and we'll talk about his rushing stats, that dude gets the tough goal line yards. Uh, that, that's what he did. Now, his athletic profile, he was undrafted. Didn't run a 43 cone vertical, any of those things. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Now, he did rep 300 reps at 225 pounds, which is like offensive line, defensive line territory. I mean, this dude, he weighs 225. He benched his weight 30 times. A mean man. He's a mean man. Now, he's not played at all for the 49ers. It's only his second year. But if you go back to what he did at Fresno, um, in 2016, he played linebacker. In 2017, he played running back. In 2018, he played running back. And then in 2019, he played both. So a two-way player. And if you look at his rushing stats, 303 rush attempts, 1,200 yards, 4.2 average, 17 touchdowns. Dude had 17 career touchdowns. 38 receptions, 260 yards, one touchdown. Um, and if you look at the defensive side, seven tackles, um, no sacks. Uh, did have a yeah, yeah, didn't really have any other stats outside of that. But you know, two-way player that got involved, but definitely the offensive side of the field. That's where he's going to make his heyday now. Who knows what's in store for him? Because obviously the 49ers have Kyle Juszczyk. And as long as they have him and he's healthy, no way hockey gets on the roster. And we've even seen when Juszczyk gets injured, just like last year, they'll move a tight end there instead of calling up Josh Hockett. So what's it going to take for him to make that leap? I don't know. Maybe maybe that's something that he's done. And, you know, if Kyle Juszczyk does miss time, Hockett will step up now over Ross Dwelly, over, you know, putting somebody else back there, Charlie Warner. But I doubt it. Um, and that's kind of why I have him back here. It would seem if you look at a depth chart, right, and you're outside the 49ers and you don't follow them closely, you would say, oh, you know, he's one game away from getting snaps at fullback. I don't think that's the case. And that's why we have him here at 73. Um, it, maybe that changes this year because we know Kyle Shanahan doesn't like using rookies. Now Josh is out of that mix. Um, so it is possible. I don't think there's any way he makes the 53 man roster outside of probably one or two injuries, but who knows? Maybe that changes, but man, I respect this man and I'm <laughs> not that I am scared of him, but golly, this dude is a mean mamma jamma and kind of a tone setter. I, I think. You need some of these wild, crazy guys that step in just because don't mess with us mentality in training camp. And probably one of the fun guys to watch in those inter-squad scrimmages that they're going to be having in the preseason because he's just somebody that, hey, man, we'll send the enforcer in and he'll mess you up. <laughs> that's Josh Hockett. So that's number 73. Did you know that you can now win up to 100 
times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks. You can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on prize picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS for a deposit match up to 100 Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit matchup up to $100 over on prize picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Welcome back to another 49ers roster countdown detailed profile. And today we got number 72, defensive tackle Kevin Atkins, uh, undrafted free agent rookie, uh, fun player, especially whenever you look into what he was able to accomplish in high school and then the number of starts. It, it's it's weird. This year's weird because you can talk about an undrafted free agent, but this kid's got so many starts. He started 45 games in his career at the collegiate level. So it's not like, you know, it's just some, you know, guy stepping in. Yeah, he's a little bit older, which, again, you're getting a lot of that because of the COVID exemption season. He's 23 years old. But when we're looking at this list, again, what's the criteria of this list? One through 90, every player on the 49ers roster, who has the largest impact on this year? Well, you got Kevin Atkins, number 72, for several reasons. He was not brought in to help this year. He was not. And if you look at the other defensive tackle that the 49ers drafted, Kalia Davis, he was not brought in to help this year. These are redshirt rookies that are going to be developed under Kusurik and brought in next year. Because just like Kalia Davis and his injury, Kevin Atkins has an injury as well. He tore his pec at his pro day doing the bench press. Now, I fully expect him to be, you know, pretty much fully recovered by the time training camp starts, but not to compete for a roster spot this year. That's not what he was brought in to do. Now, his jersey number is 77. He is six foot two, 307 pounds, a defensive tackle guy, and he's a California kid. Played high school at the Vista Marietta, the Fighting Broncos, um, just outside of Temecula in Southern California, and had so much success. You know, they are one of those teams 
that is a you know California quote unquote powerhouse uh, and just lost several state championships over the past decade. They can get there, they just never really got over the hump. And maybe I'm wrong since uh, he played, uh, but. You know, he was the Southwestern League defensive MVP in high school and helped lead the Broncos to their seventh straight Southwestern League title and into the, um, you know, the finals for the sixth time in seven years. The sad thing is they lost this championship to Mission Viejo, who 21 to 14 close game. Um, you know, they won their three playoff games to get there, and he was awesome, you know, leading the team to a 12 and 2 record. He had nine and a half sacks, forced fumble. I mean, he was all over the place. Um, finished his high school career being the number 12 defensive lineman out of the state of California. Was a two-star prospect by uh, 247 Sports. And so he had some offers. He chose Fresno State, staying in California, over Illinois, over Memphis, over San Diego State. Um, and so just like, it's funny how this works, you know, our number 73 prospect, he was a Fresno state kid too. And so they were there at a very similar time, Josh Hockett. So now let's look at what he was able to do his college year. Once he arrived in Fresno, <coughs> red shirted his freshman year, very similar to what he's going to do with the 49ers. His red shirt freshman year didn't take much time, uh, played in all, played in all 14 games and made five starts. And so he showed up ready to go. Sophomore year, started nine of the first 10 games. And, you know, again, four and a half tackles for loss, one sack. 2019, his junior year, that's when he exploded. Uh, Redshirt junior year. 2019, all Mountain West honorable mention. Started every single game, had five sacks, led the team in sacks. Next year, his redshirt senior year, all Mountain West honorable mention again. I mean, and then he got the COVID fifth year exemption. Guess what? All Mountain West honorable mention again, starting all 13 um, games, had seven sacks and 13 tackles for lost. Um, and that was the most tackles for loss by a Fresno State Bulldog all the way back since 2014. So was able to produce for sure. Then he goes out, uh, 40-yard dash was a 5.09. That's not bad for a DT. Hands 10 and 3 eighths inches, big hands, 33-inch arms, decent. 31 and a half inch vertical, big. That's pretty good for a 300-pound guy. But then uh, had a pec injury during his pro day. And so... Uh, that was in March of 2022. Fully expect him to practice, training camp, all those things. He's a fun player. He really, really is. He's much more of a slasher, penetrating three technique. DJ Jones' profile fits perfectly with this player. Not going to be the huge pass-rushing thing that you want. Uh, he's not going to be in a NASCAR packages or whatever. But he's a penetrating you know, no slash three technique. That's kind of a tweener. They, that's they go after these same guys that are you know aren't true nose tackles, aren't true three techniques. They're just kind of guys that you can move around. That's what he is. And so Kevin Atkins, he's not here for this year. The 49ers defensive line is completely stacked, but next year it will not be. The 49ers currently have three defense defensive tackles on one year deals for this year. Hassan Ridgeway. Hurst and Kevin Givens. So the whole plan here is for Kalia Davis and Kevin Atkins to learn the system, 
develop under Kucerich, one of the best position coaches in all of football, and then next year step into those roles and allow these higher-priced veteran guys to move on. You might keep one of those guys, but I don't think you're going to keep both of them because, you know, you've got your stud defensive tackles uh, in Eric Armstead and Javon Kinlaw, and so you're just developing depth behind them. So this was a move that was brought on for the future. So again, you know, where we started. Which players, 1 through 90, will have the biggest impact on the 2022 season? I don't have Kevin Atkins that far. Now, perhaps he could surprise. Uh, this is a practice squad player that, you know, with a couple injuries, perhaps could get up there. But even then, I, I do not see a path to playing time this year. I do see him, you know, being a guy that's going to make the roster next year. So if we were redoing this and saying long-term impact for the 49ers, I would have Kevin Atkins probably in the 60s, but for this year, I just don't see the path to playing time. Uh, practice squad is kind of what you're hoping for. Want to see how he responds from that pec injury and what that looks like, but he's already been out there working. Uh, penetrating three tech, you know, defensive tackle type guy, lacks the pass rush to kind of be heralded for a guaranteed roster spot but a role player that can step in and not get your linebackers caught up that's the whole goal here so all right we are continuing our 49ers roster countdown with number 71 wide receiver Keyshawn Johnson who man it his career took off in college breaking a lot of records as Fresno State but his limited athletic profile has kind of forced his career to stall a little bit. Um, we have him number 71 for a few reasons. One, there's a legit chance, to, chance that he makes the roster as that six wide receiver. The 49ers have a, a great top five wide receiver depth chart. The number six spot's completely up for grabs. And so when we did our rankings, and again, our entire philosophy or kind of understanding here is who has the biggest impact on the 49ers in the 2022 season. That's it. Just this year. That's why Keyshawn Johnson's number 71, because he could actually make the 53-man roster. His jersey number is 13, 6'1", 200 pounds. He's 25 years old. He came into the, the, the NFL really young. This is fourth season. He's only 25. Now, he's got, a, <laughs> he's got like the exact same career trajectory as Devontae Adams, but it took a big turn. Um, he went to Palo Alto High School, you know, just 12 miles from Levi Stadium, the Fighting Vikings, and was awesome there. And then he went to Fresno State, just like Devontae Adams. The th what, what's crazy is, you know, how we get this list, me and the producers and so, Josh and Anthony, you know, we ranked these players 1 through 90, and then we did like a composite list of all the lists together, and that gave us the number. So this isn't just mine, this is uh, our producers as well. And somehow we got three straight Fresno State Bulldogs on the list in a row, which is awesome. You know, Kevin Atkins, Josh Hokett, and now we've got Keyshawn Johnson. We didn't do that on purpose, but local guys usually make the back end of the roster. It's cheaper. They can stay at home. They have friends and family there. So it makes sense why they, you know, join the 49ers over other teams. Now, again, Devontae Adams went from Palo Alto to Fresno State to the NFL. Keyshawn Johnson did the exact same thing. And when Keyshawn Johnson redshirted his freshman year, then he went on to break every single record ever for Fresno State. The production is unreal. Career, career leader in receptions, 275 receptions. Yards, 3,463 yards. 
first uh, in touchdowns as well. Like he dominated all of their record books. Now the problem is his athletic profile. He's got the same body and production as Devontae Adams. Athletically, there's a lot left to be wanting. And so, you know, he's not a guy that's ever won with speed. And whenever you look at what he did at the combine, it, to say it was bad would be an understatement. He, he's just got a bad athletic profile. Um, every performance metric is in the bottom 50% of NFL wide receivers. And, you know, his vertical, 30 inches. Broad, 40-yard dash, 4.6. Three-cone, 7.28. All in the bottom 25% of NFL wide receivers. So he's got the exact body of production of Devontae Adams, but the athleticism of Rashard Higgins. Now, that doesn't mean he cannot be an NFL wide receiver. Clearly, he could. He stepped in as a rookie and contributed uh, for the Cardinals, who drafted him in the sixth round, pick number 174 overall. And his first touchdown was against the 49ers. You know, he came in as a rookie, started four games, had 21 receptions, 187 yards, uh, and one touchdown. The following year, only one start, 15 catches, 173 yards, no touchdowns. Then he was with Philly last year. Now he's with the 49ers. And he, he's got something. There, there's no, you know, I start looking at what, okay, what what is it that, dude, led NCAA freaking records. I mean, he was putting up all of this, you know, great numbers at Fresno State. What happened? Well, contested catches, he's great at. Jump balls, and probably his best trait is kind of the, once the ball is in the air, whether it's positioning, contorting his body, all these different, you know, whatever, you can't really measure those things. But, like, he's going to do whatever it is to get the ball once it's in the air. But he's a contested catch guy. He's not a separation guy. Um, you know, I, I have this written in my notes on him. He has the size and build of an outside wide receiver, but he plays like a slot guy, except he's not shifty. And so he's this tweener without top tier speed, without shiftiness, but he is a good player. So he's somebody that, you know, if you're looking for separation and throwing to open wide receivers, guess what? Keyshawn Johnson ain't it. If you're looking for contested catches and a larger body with lack in speed, right? What makes an outside wide receiver? In Kyle Shanahan's words, an outside wide receiver is somebody that can that imposes a threat to take the top off and push the defense deep. I don't think he has that with his speed. And so he's a guy that just needs lots of pass targets, even though he's covered. It's not a Shanahan thing. Now, the production's there. Um, the experience is there. I could I could honestly very easily see him being the number six wide receiver, but at the same time, it's not something I want to bet on. There's there's a myriad of guys, probably four to five guys fighting for that, and whoever doesn't get it, they're going to be on the outside looking in. So with Keyshawn Johnson, I don't even think he's going to be a practice squad guy. I think that he's going to either make the 53 or he's going to be on the street somewhere else. Now, if some injuries take place, because, again, how do the 49ers use their practice squad? They get 16. Ten of them vets. Um, ten of them can be vets. Not that ten have to be. But every team gets 16 practice squad spots. There's a lot of younger wide receivers with a lot more potential that I think those spots will be reserved for. Now, if you're looking for somebody just to come in and not mess up and somebody you can trust, that's why I have Keyshawn John Johnson higher than a lot of those guys like Taysier Mack, uh, Tay Martin, those guys. Their potential's 
much higher than Keyshawn Johnson. But if you need somebody right now to step in and give you 10 to 15 snaps and not mess up, it's going to be Keyshawn Johnson. So that's why I have him ranked higher for this year, even though a lot of those other players, I think they have a better shot at making the practice squad. I do not see Keyshawn Johnson making the practice squad. It's 53 or bust. And even if he does make the 53, I don't see that as a, he's going to be on there for the year. It's it's he's here, and you've got these younger guys that are lower than him that eventually will surpass him because his ceiling is so severely limited. But he has a high floor because he's got experience. He's been in the NFL, several teams, and he could step in right now. So I have Keyshawn Johnson ahead of those guys now for this year. Long term, I just don't see it. I think he's going to be a journeyman, probably in and out of the NFL in the next two years. But that doesn't mean he doesn't provide value for the 49ers this year. And that's why he's number 71. Today we got number 70. This is our 20th. We're doing 1 through 90. Which players on the 49ers roster helped the 49ers the most this year? The biggest impact for the 2022 season. And back-to-back wide receiver profiles. We just finished uh, with another wide receiver, Keyshawn Johnson. Now it's Marcus Johnson, wide receiver out of the University of Texas. Hook him, baby. Um, and he's interesting. A very similar Build six foot one two oh seven is Keyshawn Johnson, but that's exactly where all the similarities stop. Yeah, same height and size, completely different players, uh, player history, stat lines, and skill set. Uh, they're they're not the same type. They shouldn't even be the same position. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's just they're different. Number six, I love the single digit wide receiver number. He's 27 years old, entering his seventh season. He came in young, young, young. Um, and so he's 27 years old in his seventh season, hasn't really caught on anywhere, bounced around. We'll get to that. You know, in high school, he's from Clear Springs High School, the Fighting Chargers, um, which is, you know, very, very southern, uh, you know, southwestern Texas in between Houston and Galveston, right before you get to the beach down there. A lot of athletes come out of there. And he went to the University of Texas, majored in physical therapy and sports science. Now, if we go to what he was able to accomplish in high school um, at Clear Springs, you know, he was an all-state player at multiple positions. You know, he was able to play wide receiver and, you know, used to football pretty damn good. And so he was in the Austin Statesman, Statesman's Fab 55, which is a big deal, um, and all-greater Houston first-team selection as a senior, named second-team All-State by Texas sports writer as a kick returner. He's got speed and explosiveness. He was first-team All-District at wide receiver and kick returner. Um, his junior I mean, he's been all over the place. And – all that his teams did was win whenever he was there. Uh, made the playoffs almost every single year, lettered in track and field as well. He is an explosive athlete. There's no doubt about it. Now, he goes to the University of Texas. He played in eight games as a true freshman, but just as kind of a reserve role. Sophomore year, he stepped up, got four starts. Junior year, uh, seven starts. And again, kind of Texas and what they were doing during that time is they were rotating so many guys. Not a good program during the time at all. Um, his senior year had seven starts playing in uh, 10 games and you know had some issues with injuries as well. Finished with 12 receptions, 130 yards, and one touchdown. And you know he served time as returner, punt returner, kick returner, explosive speed, speed. We'll get to that in a second. But he leaves the University of Texas playing in 42 career games with 18 starts. Never became 
the bell cow guy was a backup rotational receiver. Um, and while he was there, did make the big 12s honor roll again, a very, very important. And just, he's, he's an interesting guy, but what makes him special? And this is important as explosive an athlete as you could possibly get at the wide receiver position. I mean, just, he's a brick house. <laughs> he's gigantic and just completely rocked out. Let's go through these metrics. Okay. 40 yard dash. He ran a four, three, nine. That's top 86 percentile of NFL wide receiver. He's a burner. 20-yard split um, in the 40-yard dash was a 2.48. What's that mean? 96th percentile, which means his acceleration is unworldly. I mean, he's a straight-line speed guy. His three-cone, which measures shiftiness in and out of breaks, 7.26. That's awful. 9%, right? So he's a burner and powered-up muscle twitch guy. Vertical 37 inches. That's 86 percentile. Broad jump. This measures explosiveness, power from the hips. He jumped 135, which is 97th percentile. This dude is a freak athlete. At bench press, he repped 225 22 times. That's like... Offensive line, you know, D-line numbers. That's 94th percentile of NFL wide receivers. Um, on mockdraftable.com, you can kind of play with athletic profiles and what players fit them the most. Adrian Peterson, running back Adrian Peterson, that's who this is. Like, and you got to picture that. Jacked, muscled up, crazy athlete, not shifty. He is a straight-line burner. That's why he's got return potential. Um you know, he was an undrafted free agent. He didn't get drafted, never became the guy at Texas, as we said. Father played uh, college basketball at Prairie View A&M. Uh, just athleticism. Now, he goes to, you know, the Eagles. That was kind of his first team as an undrafted free agent in 2016. Um, got injured there early. Uh, had a quad injury and missed almost the entire thing. And, you know, was on the practice squad, but it didn't really do much. However... He makes the 53-man roster eventually later in that year and got his first uh, catch and did pretty well. He was a member of the Eagles Super Bowl championship team and you know got a ring with those guys. Then moved on to the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, he was traded to the Seahawks for Michael Bennett in a seventh rounder. Um, the, the Seahawks gave up Michael Bennett in the seventh rounder, and the Eagles got uh, Marcus Johnson in a fifth rounder. So you can kind of see what that looked like. Didn't really do anything for Seattle. Then he went on to the Colts, um, would trade it again. It, you can see why teams, they pursue this guy because of the athletic profile. So teams want that type of profile, and the idea is always, oh, we can get the most out of this guy. Um, so he gets traded from Seattle to the Colts for tight end Daryl Daniels, um, scored his first touchdown against the Jets that year, then had an ankle injury. And this has kind of been the issue with him. Now, the 49ers definitely have had a lot of their share of injuries since Kyle Shanahan and them showed up. And predominantly, most of the free agents and draft players they bring in no entry history. But with these players, you know, you could take that risk. Maybe he stays healthy, and if he doesn't, then you dump him and you move on. But injuries have been an issue at Texas. They've been an issue in the NFL. He's got to stay healthy. It just Whenever you get these real twitched-up, muscle-bound players, injuries happen. Um, it's just the way that it goes. So bounce back and forth. 
on the Colts year after year after year. Um, and then the Titans is where he was last year. They brought him onto his practice squad. And again, um, you know, he, he stayed with them the whole year, but finished on the injured reserve. It's just, it's what it was. And the 49ers just brought him over from last year. Now he's played in 12, he's played in 41 games. He started 12. Like he belongs in the NFL. There's no doubt about it. The issues are he just can't keep out of his own way with injuries. He's got 51 career catches, 839 yards, three touchdowns, 16 and a half yards per average reception. That's great. That's incredible. Big play waiting to happen. Just can't stay healthy. Um, so what does Marcus Johnson, the wide receiver, need to do? He's one of my dark horse candidates for the wide receiver six spot, which could make the roster. Will the 49ers go with five or six initially? If somebody doesn't get that clear, you know, wide receiver six, like we got to keep this guy, I think the initial 53-man roster will end with five wide receivers. Then they'll bring one of these guys back. I think Marcus Johnson fits that mold. The explosiveness, now that you got Trey Lance throwing the ball, you can utilize somebody like Marcus Johnson. If, if Jimmy G's the quarterback, it makes zero sense to even have this guy on your roster because he's not shifty. He's not going to get open. This is a powerhouse guy that can just go out there and basically do what Trent Sherfield did. You know, run digs, post, flies. That's his only job because the speed's still there. The athleticism is still there. He has it. And it shows on film. Um, so, again, another guy, just like Keyshawn Johnson, they either make the 53-man roster or they're gone. Practice squad, it's not working for him. I just don't see it. Because the potential, I get, he's got a lot more potential than Keyshawn Johnson. The thing that stopped him has been injuries. Keyshawn Johnson just hasn't flashed, right? That's why he had him 71 and Marcus Johnson 70 on our list. These guys, who knows? It's going to be a lot of competition for that wide receiver six spot. If nobody can differentiate and show that they're the clear winner and they have to be there, they could all be let go and just try to develop a younger guy and bring them on. But, man, um, I, I like this kid. Very positive memories whenever he played for Texas. And he he passes the eye test. You see him and you're like, is that dude a defensive end? Like, <laughs> like he is jacked, explosive metrics. Just got to stay healthy, man. So hopefully he has a great camp. It's going to be fun to watch him. I like, I like the six out there. Uh, on the jersey number. That's Marcus Johnson. I want to say thank you to the executive producers of this entire series. Josh and Anthony, you guys are the absolute best. Great work as always. And man, we've got 20 down. Oh man, we got 70 more to go. I love it, man. This is a dream come true for me. So I, I love breaking these down. Hopefully you're enjoying them as well. And uh, yeah, here we go. We got a lot more to go. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.